Well, I want to welcome everyone to this little episode here where I am interviewing a friend of mine, Danny Carroll. And I'm Danny, welcome. welcome. Thank you, Andy. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you for sure. And Danny is pretty hot right now because he's written a book called Terminal Cancer is a Misdiagnosis, which is a fabulous book. It's a wonderful read. And so we're going to start talking here. Danny, how did you come to write this book? Um, well, it's, it's strange, actually. The inception of the book started in an article I wrote um, in 2015 um, called Switch Off Cancer um, that was published in a, in a, a natural healing magazine in India. Um, and when they published the magazine, initially they had planned, they'd asked me to write one article a month on different types of cancer. Um, and when they published that article, the magazine was threatened with closure if they published any more of my work. And then they basically ghosted me and they never came back to me or took any of my calls again. Um, since 2015, I've been unable to publish and nobody will come near me, essentially. Um, so um, I got to a point where I was trying to work out how to get um, work published that essentially explained Dr. Hummer's work um, in a in a in a digestible, small digestible uh, and lay format. Um, and I essentially gave up on on expecting anybody else to publish my work. Uh, and then uh, I decided, OK, if nobody else is going to publish my work, I will publish my own. So uh, in 2021, I exited my venture capital fund that I was working with for many years. And then I used the capital that I exited the fund with in order to set up my own publishing company in the UK. Um, this, okay. this book, um, which is now published on Amazon, um, is an introduction to Dr. Hummer's medical discoveries. Um, it's autobiographical, so it basically, um, it's, uh, the story is integrated around the last nearly two decades of my life um, and, uh, and my journey of discovering GHK and Dr. Hummer and, uh, and testing his, uh, his medical discoveries over the last 10 years, uh, both on myself and with uh, primarily terminally ill. Uh, cancer patients um, it's the first of a 500 plus book series um, this is an introduction to GHK um, uh, I will follow this with um, uh, a 500 plus book series that will include one book on each disease um, most people have one major problem in life um, that they are struggling with uh, and uh, as we both know very well, Andy, um, you know, we've spent years and decades attempting to understand uh, that beautiful chart behind you, mm -hmm. um, yes. of which of which most ordinary human beings are just not going to have the, the desire or the capacity to do. So right. what I what I'm attempting to do uh, is is to write one book on each disease. So that if you have breast cancer, there's one, you'll have a book on breast cancer. If you have a problem with IBS or ulcerative colitis or with eczema or psoriasis or any, any, any disease, you don't necessarily want to study 
decades of medical research in order to solve one problem. Um, you want to you want to read a very small book that's going to essentially take you an hour to read that will help you to understand the cause of your problem um, and how to solve it. Um, and that's the idea is to is to put each disease into one book so that uh, so that you have a very small reference guide um, that uh, that, uh, that will teach you exactly the cause and the solution for, for the problem that you're experiencing. Um, all of those books are being put under um, uh, a new media healing brand that I'm that I'm developing called the Healing Tribune. Um, the, the tagline the tagline is the cause of disease made simple um, they will all be available on my website to read for free um, my my belief oh there you go yeah that's yeah. the one that's, the, that's the breast, breast cancer and that's a testicular cancer book yeah I have written I've written four of these so far and <laughs> Um, oh, yep. Yeah, we've got dermatitis yeah, here. Dermatitis, um, and there's IBS and ulcerative ulcerative colitis. Um, awesome. I'm, put, I'm, I'm putting all of these um, up for free on my website to read. Um, my firm belief is that um, this information is too important to put it behind a paywall yeah. to make people pay for. Uh, you can also buy it. They are in audiobook Kindle version. Okay. Uh, paperback and hardback. So if you want to help the Danny Survival Fund, um, you may please read it for free. If you also I want to buy if you also want to buy it, you know. Yeah, uh, right. That's you know, awesome. You do need to survive and pay your I, need, uh, I have bills to pay. Yeah. That's, um that's, so uh if you want awesome. to buy it, you're most welcome if you can afford to buy it. And yeah. if you can't afford to buy it, please read it for free and please learn from it. Oh um, my god, that's but, spectacular that that that's the that's the overall game plan um i had I, I i did this calculation right um last year and i thought to myself right okay 500 books uh i'm currently 52 years old um <laughs> if, I, if i write a book a week then it will take me about 10 years to write them in year uh, yeah so so i tried that last year i did in fact write three of those books in three weeks um but it nearly okay. ki- but it nearly killed me, right? Oh, so I thought, yeah. okay, I mean, Danny, this is not a great plan, right? So, <laughs> uh, so I, back- I backed off that plan. Uh, right. It's great to assess when it's important to assess and then take another direction. Uh, so I had to pivot a little bit. Um, yeah. And um, and I've uh, I've now decided to start off writing one book a month, which means that I'll write 12 books a year. Yep. which is by most standards is still a pretty insane plan that's um, really insane so but, how, but they're small books right it's like a, it's like, a, small. It's like a small it's like a small reader's digest each one is right. 60 80 80 90 pages um right. so it is possible to write them one book a month um okay. um i'm hoping at, i'm hoping at, we have in our community a number of um already published authors um, I'm hoping at some point that uh, that we may get uh, other authors um, decide to write some of those 500 books. Um, sure. So uh, we we can work out a commercial structure for anybody else who would like to write books. So I don't necessarily have to write all 500. Right, that's really at, good. Have a, a, have a team. Have a, that's have a community of, yes. of DHK writers. 
yeah um, and uh i mean if i write one book a month um it will take me somewhere between 38 and 40 years to write all myself which, that's a bit insane <laughs> which is a long journey which if, if if that if that is required if that turns out to be the case then i will in fact do that and i don't have a problem with that right but um, okay good if there are if there are other people in the community who would like to write um, yeah. some of these books it's great the only challenge the challenge in fact is not understanding ghk to write these books the biggest challenge is being able to write in in um in forest gump language yes right? yes we have to take it from the language with which we have it in english and make it into something usable and understandable yeah. But we've really we've really got to be able to write it in uh, in a fashion that anybody with no knowledge of GHK can um, understand and absorb the content. And that's that's that's, that is absolutely critical. The the whole idea of Mm -hmm. this journey is to make Dr. Hummer's medical discoveries accessible Mm. to the masses. Okay, right. as we all know, as all GHK practitioners know, that um, this 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 knowledge takes years and decades to really of of of, of serious applied mind yeah. to be able to absorb and understand and get the nuances and really get it to a point where we can make it practically usable in our lives. Right, exactly. Um, and most people just don't have the, the desire, the capacity, the ability to, to, to do that, right? Right. I mean, it's a whole branch of science. Not everyone is interested in learning that. So my question then is each book a standalone book? Do they have to like read this book first before they read any of the others? But it, the, the way in my, my, my vision, the way this is designed um, is this book, you know, is a, is an introduction to, Dr. Hummer's medical discoveries. It helps to read this book. I mean, it it won't help a GHK practitioner to read this book necessarily as an introduction to to GHK because they've been studying it for years. Right. right. Although saying that, I mean, many GHK practitioners have read it. Um, They they said they have learned new things about GHK from reading it. So there is value in GHK practitioners reading this. Um, many GHK practitioners have commented that it is uh, a perfect introduction to give to their clients so that their clients can start to understand these medical discoveries so that when when a GHK practitioner starts a consultation process, that the client has some orientation mm-hmm. as to the nature of, of these medical discoveries and what a GHK consultation necessarily would involve right Um, so there's a lot there's a lot of value in this for ghk practitioners but it's primarily targeted at uh, Mm -hmm. the man in the street who's never heard of ghk never heard of never heard of dr hummer doesn't have Um, a science background uh, doesn't have a science background and i mean they can they can if if they're the, the way this is structured is that if you are if you are able to read um, you should be able to understand and absorb the content in this book. Okay. And I would now, totally now, agree with that. Now, this, this book, is, I, I, I specifically targeted this at terminally ill cancer patients for the yep. very simple reason that um, over, my, over, the, over the last 10 years of, of helping hundreds of cancer patients, 
yeah. um, my my personal experience is that the only time in my experience that somebody has the ability to understand and absorb this with a truly open mind mm -hmm. is when doctors have sent them home to die mm. um, when I mean they, there's the old saying that people don't change until they get to the precipice of destruction right. um, so when people get sent home to die they're like okay I'm now ready to listen to anything okay right. Before right. before that, before that, my experience is, like, oh, shall I do chemo? Shall I do this? I mean, my right. answer was always, you know, everybody's journey to healing is different. You do what you have to do. Yeah. Um, you know, it, uh, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I, I've I've been um, I, for the vast majority of the period I've been practicing this. I'm a venture capital investor. Right. I'm not a doctor. Right. Um, I have no history in 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 conventional or alternative healing uh, yeah. i I've, I've been helping cancer patients as a hobby essentially hobby i love uh, it and and as a form of research and personal learning for me yeah um so if you've been given a cancer diagnosis you know do you go to the leading oncologist in johns hopkins or do you go to some random bench capital investor who lives in bombay um, who heals cancer patients for a hobby I mean, uh, yeah, I said no, it's a bit of a no contest, really, right? So. <laughs> right. I know so. who I would trust more, but <laughs> no, I not everyone. <laughs> yeah, but it's counterintuitive, right? So, right, right. Um, it is. But all of that being said, my experience is that before somebody's sent home to die, mm -hmm. um, they they perceive the risk of not doing conventional treatments as to be too high. Right. The, to really consider some alternative healing right. modality yeah. um, and therefore um, I've targeted this at terminal patients because in my experience they're the only people who have the ability or are in that place in terms of their open-mindedness yes in, in yeah. order to really to be able to come into this with an open mind and really and really really grasp this this understanding um, so that's why I but these rules apply obviously to, to cancer patients at any stage right. who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Right. What about let's say I have a client who has eczema and I tell my eczema client, read a book on terminal cancer. They're like, what does that have to do with me? Yeah, that's right. So that that's why I'm that's why I'm uh that's why I'm creating the the Healing Tribune series. Um uh, as you saw in the back of this book um, the book on atopic dermatitis I've already written that book so if you have a if you have a, a patient who comes with eczema or psoriasis or even chicken pox and measles are all are all similar forms of skin conditions right. um, so you can just send them straight to the book on on, on, on that on atopic dermatitis and they can just get but straight into specifically into that subject. Would you say this would be advantageous for anyone to read, regardless of what they've got going on in their body? Absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, all you have to do is every time you read the word cancer, if you have eczema or you have multiple sclerosis or you have any condition, um, mm -hmm. if you just replace that word in your mind, the principles apply to everything and th th this book is an introduction to the body of knowledge that uh, that dr hummer generated called germanic healing knowledge yeah. um so this is this is just the background how the experience he went through how he discovered the mind body connection and how 
everything in our every change in our biology essentially is part of a survival function um so this is this is this is like big picture and then you go down into detail um in terms of whether it's a uh, an eczema problem you know or a breast cancer problem or an ibs or an ulcerative colitis problem or whatever the issue is so yeah i mean it's it's uh, it's super relevant for anybody to read it also does a very detailed comparison of of the um of the conventional medicine what they describe as cancer and what they right. describe as metastasis and fundamental issues like that and then comparing right. comparing those issues through the lens of 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 Germanic healing knowledge and Dr. Hummer's discoveries. So there's some very eye-opening uh, stuff in there. Yeah, that's great for somebody who has some background. Maybe they've been to the doctor and now they've learned what's wrong with them. And now they can take that knowledge and read this book, read any of your books and understand, kind of compare and contrast what they were told with what's being told here. Yeah, and 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 it's very important, Andy. Right. So what what I've done, even even in even in all of the individual disease based books in the yeah. Healing Tribune, um, chapter three in each book essentially is the um, conventional medicine explanation of the disease in terms of the cause, the symptoms, and the proposed solution from a yeah. conventional medicine perspe- perspective. So. The idea of the idea of these books essentially is that it's a it's a one stop. It has the conventional medicine piece. It has the Germanic healing knowledge piece. And then it has a, a comparison of both of the modalities. Um, so it, it's like a, it's, it's designed to be a one stop um, mm-hmm. solution where you get the the conventional and the alternative um solutions to the problem. And then ultimately the reader decides as to which they find more compelling um you know we can't decide for people if somebody decides that conventional medicine approach is more compelling you know yeah. that, and you know good for them i mean they can decide whatever they want um, right. but it says the idea is to put the information into one place so that uh, so you don't have to go hunting around to 15 different websites and you know right. trying to find out what's what's there what's not there i mean i've sort of pulled it all together absolutely you have one thing i really enjoyed in this process that I was watching you go through over the past few years with this was you would put this out because you needed to get some feedback on it um Mm. testimonials or people who would write something some people with credentials yes about that process how did you go about doing that because I found that fascinating and what did they say that what did they say these are traditional what therapists or physicians or whoever and you're asking them for their opinion of their book and of your book and can you write their their opinion down and include it in the book so what was that like I mean it was amazing right I mean so to to give you some background um I've spent uh probably the last 20 years building consumer brands okay whether in in a management consulting and asset management or a, a venture capital perspective. So building right. con- building consumer brands essentially is my expertise. Now, okay. um, the fundamental learning of that, of, of that journey is that a brand only exists in the mind of the consumer, right? Okay, yep. So if when you're building a brand, you have to build something that resonates with a consumer because yep. at the end of the day, they're the customer um, they're going to be the person reading it, um, and it's only it's only what the consumer thinks of a product 
or yeah. a brand that matters, right? What I think of it makes no difference. Yeah, I mean, right. whatever. Just because mm-hmm. I'm writing it, it doesn't make any difference. I'm not the, I'm not the consumer of the product. Yeah. So right. what what I learned over the years is, in order to build a product, you have to uh, that that is going to resonate with consumers. You have to you have to get as much input and feedback into that product as you can. Okay, so um, having having gone through that learning over the years, what I did with this book, I essentially rewrote it like I think about five or six times. Okay, Mm -hmm. so in in 2021, I wrote I wrote the book, which took me, I think, about three days to write the first. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I've been researching it for uh, best part, uh, you know, uh, GHK but at that point I've still been researching it for eight years and whatever and I didn't need I didn't I, didn't, I just had to put it down on paper right so right. then it was then I, yeah but then all I needed was a book cover to make it look like uh like a book um so I I I yeah this one I I ran a I ran a I ran a design contest on a website called 99 designs um, that. and that they were I was given the expectation of receiving 15 or 20 entries into my book cover design contest and I got 126 <laughs> <laughs> which 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 really put a cat amongst the pigeons right because I, right. I swear to god there were, I don't know there might have been 70 or 80 of those book covers that I would have been absolutely delighted to have used right so then I, I how I did got, you narrow it down Oh, well, I mean, strangely, I ended up picking the en- the entry that was the first first entry into the contest. Right. Oh. But the way I, the way I did it is I I created a I created a um, from Amazon from the be- Amazon bestsellers list. Yeah. I created a bookshelf, um, a, a virtual bookshelf of all of the of all of the books, and yeah. I wanted I wanted something that was going to stand out. Yeah. Um, and uh, all of the books they were either white. Um, or they were light blues or they were pinks yeah. or they were light green so I, I wanted something that was going to contrast all of those books so I said right it's got to be it's got to be a dark book cover and I mean and that in if you think of it conceptually um, cancer is believed to be a dark subject right right and the the uh, the the idea of this book cover I mean you see you see that it's like everything's devastated right and all we have is one tree in the middle of devastation and we have the the sun rising in a really dark and angry new sky. day is dawning okay so a new day is dawning there's a there's a there's a little bit of light in in the darkness there's a little bit of life left in the devastation mm-hmm. um so this this concept beautifully fit what I believe GHK, where it fits in in the protocols of medicine, and yeah. then the book cover was really dark, um, which really was good to contrast all yeah. of the other book covers on the shelf. And yeah. then it also, because it's dark, it then facilitated a, 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 the ability to create this sort of beautiful text that really sort of jumps out of the page right um so that that's how i came down to this so i so i created this fancy book cover and then i put it on a book that took me three days to write and i <laughs> and i and i sent and i sent that book out to thousands of people and i said right okay tear it apart and i started when i first started um i discovered um i had a i had a book publisher consultant who was helping me and uh, I discovered that Amazon allows you to 
to buy the contacts of people who have left book reviews on books in your genre, yeah. right? Which yeah. is abs- absolute gold, right? So I've yeah. read I've read um, Dying to Be Me by Anita Morjani, and I've left a review on that book. I can get that person's contacts and then reach out to them and say, look, I've, ri- I've written this book. You, you, you wrote a review on Anita Morjani's book, so it's something you're interested in. Um, would you mind uh, reviewing my book? And I'm looking for brutal feedback. I'm looking yeah. for brutally you know brutally critical feedback tear it apart right go do your best on it right so and a lot of people really enjoyed that right I mean they ripped it to shreds and I got I got feedback by the truckload right so I took that feedback and then I rewrote the book and then I did it again and then I send it out to thousands more people I said rip it apart and then I mean I I had some extra I had one medical doctor he just he just wrote back to me in in capital letters do not publish this book. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, had some, I had some amazing, some amazing, amazing. Therefore, we know it needs to be but published. Thank we're, God. Then we're, we're over the target, right? So we're, <laughs> we're making progress. Um, and I and I went through that process, the final process. Um, bless you, you helped me with where we sent the the pre-published version out to uh, uh, GHK practitioners. Um, and they did another extraordinary job of really taking it up a few more notches Um, so I think in in total I mean there would be maybe in excess of like 10,000 plus people who have read and critiqued and and given inputs and this this led to many wonderful and unexpected things right Um, I I got my even the first time I sent the book out I got editorial reviews which were just quite extraordinary wow Um, so the editorial reviews that you read in the front of the book that came from the free the free day version of the book that I sent out oh wow Um, yeah. And, you know, once you start getting editorial reviews on the book, I mean, my editor made me that each of those reviews at, when they first came in were like two pages long of just mind blowing. Oh, my gosh. That's, in, de- that's de- incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Wow. And she's like, Danny, you've got to cut it down. You've got to cut it down. They're too long. They're too long. And I'm like, leave them. It's amazing. I mean, who gets editorial reviews, reviews like this? Right. right. Anyway, so she 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 beat me down um, and she yeah. cut, cut it, cut it down to size. Um, my, 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 my editor was another was uh, my book editor was uh, another find in this process. Right. So mm-hmm. she was one of the people who had uh, originally gone through and critiqued the book for me. Um, and she, she was a content she's a content editor um, oh. and she has she has transformed the book um, wow. and take, taken it to places that I honestly never I never could have done on my own right 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 um, yeah it's amazing when they have that ability to take you know a oh. really good thing and turn it even better it's like but, and she's a cool. she's a breast cancer survivor right so she, all all of all of the people I end, I've ended up with four editors coming coming out of the oh, review yes. process and all of them are have uh, cancer survivors right right, so, right exactly uh, yeah well they finished yeah. their biological program good for them that's awesome and, I, and of course you know you helped me rewrite the book on one of those occasions as well andy right so you you also took the book up another five notches um so every time people people give amazing input it goes up another three four notches people give amazing input goes up another three four notches and 
It's yeah. and I mean, this is essentially okay. It's got my name on the book, right? But the book has essentially been written by thousands of people. Thousands of people. Um, I love that. It's a group. <clears throat> Absolutely. So you know, I mean, I think, I mean, we'll see in the course of time. But uh, I suspect that this will be one of those books that will survive the test of time, and 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 at a point will. Um, will be considered a, se a seminal piece of work but it's not my work right it's it's the work literally of thousands of people who have inputted into this process um and it's been such an extraordinary journey um i mean so that 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 was how the book was written i mean even that last i was blown away that last that last edit that the, the ghk practitioners put into it to really fine tune you know all of the science and and making sure that the that the messaging is really clear to somebody who doesn't understand it I mm -hmm. mean it really really sharpened it um to a, to a to a point which is which is truly extraordinary that's amazing uh, yeah so and that's said, exactly what you need yeah you reach the masses it's got to be understandable to them so yeah absolutely yeah, perfect so it's now it's now a I mean, the actual content of the book, I don't know, I'm counted with it. It's like, it's short. It's like, it's like 13 or 14,000 words, right? So yeah. it's a, it's between a one and a half and two hour read. And right. it, and I, and I worked really hard to keep it short, right? And, and for two reasons, number one, because when somebody's given a terminal diagnosis, their ability to absorb information is very, very limited. Yeah. So it's got to be, it's got to be a very short read, but very impactful. Um, right. and, and also not only terminally ill patients, I mean, people these days, you know, your average TikTok character, right. what is what is a 15 second video um, right. really doesn't have the capacity to, to go through a great deal of content um, right. and really and really absorb detail. So it's got to be really short and really impactful and that's yeah. not only what i'm going to do on this book this is what i'm going to do on all of the books right so they just um, really get to the point of what causes the problem and how do you fix it and that is right. it right so they're just Perfect. really really Perfect. concise yeah that's so important have you had people who have read it now that it's out there right people are buying it on amazon have you had people read it and implement the information and experience a spontaneous healing a reduction of symptoms what have you heard so far so i mean the it, the, the the general response to it has been extraordinary um i mean okay. in uh, in uh, in the first month you know over 4000 books have been right. sold right um, that's awesome amazing I mean, it's, it, it, when you look at some of the ghk books that we have and they're not well known. They're they're maybe not always super well written, or they're translated, and the translation's not very good. Yeah, I've read a number of those, right? You, yeah, me too. Yeah, this is this is in a league of its own. When we look at our books that we have as a community, this is in a league of its own. And, and Andy, I mean, I, I was just checking. I put up a, a, a contest to give away ten hard copies of the signed hard copies of the book on Goodreads. It's called a Goodreads giveaway. Um, yeah. As as of this morning, I mean, over over three thousand three thousand two hundred people um, have entered into the contest to read the book and to win this. So that's like another three thousand yeah. people already, like in the first month. Yeah, 
in the first uh, month, right uh, only been out a short time weeks literally yeah yeah so it, it was launched where are we today are we six weeks in now right so yeah. okay. um so we've essentially already got I mean, and I don't, I don't actually know on, on Amazon, it gives you orders and, and not books, right? So many of the orders are multiple, uh, multiple oh, books, right? Okay. So, I mean, you probably oh. got 5,000 5, plus books on Amazon, um, plus 3,000 on, um, on, on Goodreads. Yep. Um, and I, I've, I, I printed books off in India. I've given over a thousand, I mean, literally in less than two months, I mean, there's more than 8,000 copies of the book circulating in the market already. I love it. I mean, I mean amazing, right? Just, right. just, just for the first, just for the first six weeks of the launch right. process. I mean, it's been truly extraordinary. It hit, mm-hmm. I mean, it's hit number one in 11 separate categories uh, in okay. Amazon already. Oh, yes. that's phenomenal. Five hot new release categories, six bestseller categories, alternative medicine, cancer, um uh two hour short biographies memoirs i mean all, all sorts of all, all sorts yeah. of milestones is hit already um it hit number when i i did a free promo and i i gave it away for free for a couple of days yeah. uh, last month i mean it hit number 64 out of millions of books on amazon right number oh my gosh oh my god I, I was told it went up to number 49 but i was asleep at the time and i missed it right <laughs> <laughs> but no. you know it's been Right. right right up in the you know right. top essentially the top 50 selling books oh my gosh world, right so i, I um, love what you've done because it's brought it to the masses like no other book has done yeah it, so it's, it's interesting i was reflect i was reflecting andy right my when dr hummer was alive um god bless him um i promised dr hummer that i would help to translate his work yep. um and my i spent a few years attempting to translate um his breast cancer book uh, yep. for a number for a number of reasons when I nearly completed that the plug was pulled on that um, mm-hmm. but now so my original plan was to spend my life assisting to translate his books to get his work out into the market yeah. um, on with hindsight whilst that would have been an amazing thing um, again that would have only been content um relevant to practitioners right so right. um the the journey that the the pivot and the journey that i'm now on where i'm now attempting to make dr hummer's work accessible to the masses just mm-hmm. by by really putting it into lay language and making it so that anybody with no prior knowledge of the subject mm-hmm. can understand and absorb it and on on with the benefit of hindsight has the potential to have a much greater impact than it would have been even to to translate dr hummer's work into english so right exactly things happen for a reason right they do they absolutely do i certainly know that in my own life so yes yeah amazing so yeah uh, but now you sorry back to your question how so oh wow uh two weeks ago andy i had um I had my I was contacted by a woman who basically said, um, Danny, I've read your book and I've decided to stop chemotherapy. <laughs> right. Oh, my and gosh. In my now nearly 20 years of um, working in the healing space, yeah. I have never, ever, ever been able to convince anybody to stop chemotherapy never once no. okay no. 
Mm-hmm. I was on a, I mentioned I was on a, I was on a Zoom call yesterday yeah. um, with 70 uh, odd people in a community called Connecting Consciousness that has over 100,000 members, right? Oh, and these are, these are people who are awake, um, mm-hmm. who have ears to hear and eyes to see. Yeah. Um, and when I was on the call, I was explaining people. So it went for three and a half hours, right? That's <laughs> so, intense. Yeah. Questions and questions and questions and yeah. questions. And I had, I had, I had one, one lady who posted a, post a message on, uh, on the chat. I said, Danny, I've just, uh, I've just watched um, a growth on my foot disappear when I was listening to you on the call. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. That's it's getting into. It's getting into proper mad, yeah. mad spaces, right? And I get it. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and again, I, I mean, I, I get, I get email feedback from people who have read the book and had, um, had that cathartic, yeah, turn in their understanding, and you know, have switched off all sorts of problems. And I, and I literally sit there with goosebumps, right? I mean, yeah. I just, I just sit there. Thinking, oh, I'm sure. I mean, how amazingly wonderful is that and validating for your book the the purpose of your book and the strength of your book yeah yeah i mean it really and i i mean whatever i mean in 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 under a month we had over 200 reviews on on amazon on the book right um and i it's honestly and it's still a bit weird for me um is it I'm, i'm not i'm not used to sort of um people sort of praising my work yeah like this. Yep. not my work right so over ten thousand people including you yeah but so, you you are the one behind this you are the mastermind danny yeah i know i know uh i don't i, I don't know i mean it, it, <laughs> it it's still it's it's still taking me a little bit of getting my head around the idea of um the people really uh critiquing the work and 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 you know really it's just so amazing and i'm just like changed my life and mm-hmm. and and the and i mean i'm i'm absolutely blown away and delighted um that it's been able to achieve that um That's wonderful it just takes a bit of getting used to it i'm just not right. used to it <laughs> well, you've been in such work mode for so many years now working on this project this has been years and of, co- of work and collaboration and now it's like, okay, now you're on the other side of it. So it's a whole different experience. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this essentially is like nearly two decades of research, right? I mean, as I've um as I've written in the journey, I say autobiographical. So it, right. it sort of it exactly. maps the, the key points along the journey over the last nearly two decades. Right. Um, so this this little this little book, uh, whatever, 70 page book um has essentially taken me nearly two decades to research and and nearly two years to write you know write and rewrite and edit and write and rewrite and edit and and even that to still come up with you know 13 14 000 words in a book yeah i mean right i know uh, that's what's astonishing there's been an awful lot of rigor that's gone into to to writing this so that i mean i've tried i've tried as best as i can I, I knew that this book would essentially receive a lot of heat when it came out. Um, have that, you 
that hasn't that that hasn't really happened yet, frankly. Good. That hasn't happened. I mean, I've had a, I've had a, I've had a few one star reviews and stuff. You know, I mean, not review ratings and stuff right. on right. on Amazon and Goodreads, but it's really, it's really, um, it's it's really. I mean, I was expecting a deluge, especially. I understood that Goodreads is a fairly brutal audience. Right. For, you mentioned that. Did you get any negative feedback from? Good read. No, I've, 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 so far I've only had one, um, okay. one one star review with no comment. I mean, okay, I mean, that can be you know, whatever a bot or something, right? Or somebody's just right. in a in a bad mood or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they didn't exactly. write anything, so I can't assess it. Um, but I, don't, I don't care, right? I mean, it, it may it makes it look real, right? When you <laughs> when you got one star reviews and stuff. On exactly. I, I did. I, I picked up. I, I don't know how this happened. I picked up one day on Goodreads. Um, it had a warning um, on the book saying that this is this is a uh, unproven science. Progress at your own risk, right, or something like that, right? Oh my gosh, unproven <laughs> then, is so not ne- true. It's next, been proven. Ne- ne- next over. day, next day, that message sort of disappears. So I should have screenshotted it, but I didn't. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, touch wood. I mean, at the moment, uh, you know, the the um, the acceptance of the book has been way yeah. greater than than I could ever have expected, um, and. You know, I mean, the, the feedback on it has been extraordinary and it's still whatever, 4.8 stars rated on, oh, on Amazon. And, that's what you want. That's perfect. Yeah. So quite, I mean, quite an extraordinary journey. Right. Oh, my gosh, it is. And when I look at your journey, you do talk about it. I'm looking at page 18 right now and you have a list of biological programs, otherwise known as diseases or symptoms that you have turned off yes oh wow you want to pick one out and you know what was okay most difficult or the most challenging or something you know tell us about one of these um okay let uh let me let me start off with the first one i ever resolved which is the first subject book on ibs and ulcerative colitis that i that i that I've written that was a, I wrote that that first book um because um it was the first problem I ever resolved using this this knowledge right so uh, <clears throat> it was in 2015 um I was on my way to Toronto mm-hmm. to I, I studied uh, GHK under Isadora Laker mm-hmm. um and I was on my I'd left Bombay I was on my way to Toronto um for for my class and um uh my then girlfriend um we met at my parents house in london um it was the first time she'd ever met my family um uh, we were actually planning uh, we were planning to go to paris to get engaged um so it was sort of a a multi-stop a multi-stop sort of um trip but what happened is when i when i got to london um within about six hours of landing in london I had the most um, the most incredible stomach cramps and loose motions that I've ever experienced in my life, um, and um, I had this for about seventy two hours. I was literally on the toilet every hour for seventy two hours. Oh my um, gosh! Yeah, it was it was crippling. Um, I was I was like nearly passing out on the toilet with the pain of the stomach cramps, and. Um, 
so my my girlfriend we were laying on the bed at my parents house and i was folded in half in stomach cramps and she said uh, shall we try shall we try using this medical knowledge that uh, that you've been studying I said, well, you know, we can try it. But um, I mean, I was on my way to do my practitioner's course. Right. So I had I had basically some theoretical knowledge of the of the modality, but I didn't really know. I didn't really know how to use it. So I said, well, we can try and no harm. Right. So she said to me, uh, what 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 is a problem that uh, that, that causes um, pain in, in, in the stomach and intestines? I said, well, I mean, largely it's indigestible anger territorial anger um she said so when does the pain start i said generally when you resolve to conflict mm-hmm. um so uh, so she said uh, what conflict have we resolved by coming to england and i'm like i don't know i mean we la- the first day we landed in london um my parents invited all my family over we had a huge party in the garden everybody got drunk we had a great day um, there was no there was no family conflab or you know problem solving round right. the dinner table type thing to point at where you could say oh we solved this problem so um i was laying on the bed and i said i really i really have no idea what problem and we just landed up and you know had a fun time right, right. so i was laying there for an hour still crippled in stomach cramps and um my uh, i was sitting there and i said oh, I think I know what problem we might have solved. And she said, um, so to give a bit of background, my my ex-wife um, and my family used to hate each other. Um, they used to fight like cat and dog. Um, my, essentially, my ex-wife was from Blue Blood in, in India. Um, and my family are working class. Um, my dad's a truck driver and my mum's a nurse in, or was a nurse in, in the UK. Yeah. Um, so it was a cultural divide and all of the things, right? So it was a horrible relationship. So I spent many years sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place trying to manage yeah. Yeah. that relationship, that dysfunctional relationship between my wife and my family. And so she hated them and they hated her and, you know, it was really ugly. Um, so um, I said, uh, I think we've resolved the problem that my partner fights with my family. And I was lay- I was laying on the bed and um and um I mean crippled with stomach cramps and all of a sudden my stomach goes diggly 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 like this and gone. Gone. And yeah. I'm laying there and then I said to my girlfriend, now wife, um, that uh oh the uh, the pain's gone. And she said to me, uh, what are you talking about? I said, um, the pain's gone. I said, my stomach just went diggly 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 diggly, boom. And now I feel fine. She yep. says, she said, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I said, I feel fine. She said, okay, let's wait for an hour and let's see if the let's see if the pain comes back. And we waited. I'm like, any pain? I'm like, nope. No pain. I said, wait for two hours, any pain? Nope. And essentially it's never come back since, right? So I went from being absolutely crippled in in stomach pain right. to to switching off this these stomach cramps bang just like this bang gone just with the knowledge of what the original conflict shock was just connecting the conflict to the to the cramps in my stomach and bang gone just disappeared switched it off like a light switch and it was and it was like wow 
Danny, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm interested. <laughs> right. Exactly. Now you you have to pay attention, right? Now you have to pay attention. Yeah. And right. and that that was uh, from healing experiences. That was probably one of the most cathartic healing experiences I've ever gone through. Literally, just bang, switch yeah. that that problem off like a light switch. Um, can I can I tell one more, Jim? Yeah, absolutely. Because these these experiences are gold, right? I mean, this is yeah. this is essentially what's given me the understanding and the knowledge of of how to write these of how to write these books. So, um, in 2019, um, I got cancer in my jaw here. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, cancer in your jaw. In my jaw, yeah, yeah. and it was caused by uh, it was literally caused by a five second fight with my wife. Um, over American politics, strangely. Oh God! Uh, yeah. <laughs> no one ever fights over that. <laughs> no, of course not, right? No, well, it's all, all fine and dandy, right? So anyway, um, it literally, it literally was a five-second fight, and uh, uh, it it triggered uh, a growth in the in the um, in the endoderm germ layer in my yeah. in my jaw. Um, but it was a five second fight and 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 in in this particular germ layer there's a delay in in the pain in experiencing the pain so you don't experience the pain until a few days after the growth starts once um, you're in the healing phase yeah yeah so um it took me a really long time to find it took me over a month to find out what caused it and the other problem with this area of jaw is you've got all three germ layers right you've got so I mean, you've got to go through an entire process of elimination. Have I had that? Have I had this? Have I had that? Whatever. I mean, is it a tooth? Is it the jaw? Whatever. Or is it the root of the tooth? Or yeah. um, so anyway, I I ended up finding out what it was. Um, but then, um, and then I had uh, the the TB mycobacter. Once I once I identified that conflict yeah. and switched that cancer program off. Yeah. Um, uh, then I then I had the TB mycobacteria, right? So then I then I had the the, the taste and the smell of rotting flesh in my in my mouth and sinuses for about a four month period, right? Oh, whilst that yeah. whilst that tissue was being removed, but in the pro oh, in in the process of both the tumor growing and and the TB mycobacteria uh, removing that added tissue, um, basically what happened is all my teeth fell out. Um, and part of part of my jaw, the part of my jaw was destroyed in the process, right? So oh all, of these, all of these teeth are false, right? These are you know all false teeth here, right? So yes. so anyway, I so I managed to the the cancer. I managed to switch the cancer off, and then I understood the TB mycobacteria was just basically removing the extra tissue that had been added. Uh, this was caused by my inner my inability to convince my wife of my point of view on American politics. Right, so this is <laughs> this problem. Um, I don't so, know. Yeah, so it was the morsel conflict of being able to to get the morsel out right. So. Um, anyway i end up having to have a five hour sur reconstructive surgery on my jaw yep and uh, i had to have a bone graft on the jaw to, to rebuild my jaw and oh, then Im yeah. imp implants put in in order to in order to replace the teeth um so i had a five hour surgery i had 35 stitches in my jaw oh my um, gosh 
and so I, I took a I took a painkiller at the time of the surgery and then I took another painkiller um, when I got home uh, or before I went to bed in the evening. Right. But I honestly, I hate taking painkillers. Right. So, you know, so I, I do I do all I can to learn to switch off pain programs so I don't have to take pain. I, I never I never take painkillers unless I really have to. Right. So yeah, I'm the same anyway. way. I, yeah. I woke I woke up the next morning and um and of course got a boom 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 of course it's just had drills in my jaw and all that sort of stuff right so mm-hmm. now <clears throat> historically I'd learned like with my with the IBS in my stomach on on many other biological programs I'd learned to essentially switch them off by connecting the cause of the problem with the symptoms of the problem right. as I did with the the stomach issue yep. and um. But I'd never, I'd never switched off um, uh, a problem of physical trauma from from a non-emotional related right. problem. Right. So this is a this is pain caused by the fact I've just had drills and everything and metal right. implanted in my jaw and a bone graft and all that sort of stuff. Right. So yeah. I thought, okay, well, I don't like taking painkillers. So let me see if I can let me see if I can switch this pain off. Right. Never done it yeah. before. So I'm sitting there thinking, right, okay, what is the biological purpose of pain? Okay, the biological purpose of pain is to stop you from using the organ so that it has the time, space and energy to heal. Right. So if you cut your finger, if you cut your finger when it swells up, if you don't touch it and you don't use it, then you won't get any pain. Right. As soon as you start doing the dishes and you put your finger into hot water, because like, don't use it. I'm trying to heal it. Leave it alone. OK, so stop using it. Stop using it. Then the pain will go away. So anyway, I'm sitting there thinking, right, OK, I have no teeth here, Andy. Right. Because all my right. teeth, all my teeth fell out. Right. So even if I wanted to chew on this side, I couldn't because I got no teeth. Right. So right. Um, so I said to my I said to my uh, I said to my subconscious mind, um, I said, right, OK, I know that the bio, the, the biological purpose of pain is to stop you using something so it has the time space and energy to heal i have no teeth i'm not going to use this part of my organ so it will have the time space and energy to heal please switch off the pain bang pain gone that is amazing pain gone Boom. okay right. you know i'm like okay no painkillers right literally pain gone now in in that in that uh in that healing process i slept for 20 hours a day for three weeks right i just slept oh. i just slept 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 slept, slept. Oh. when when i had when i had lung in 2000 when i had lung cancer when my lung collapsed i slept for 22 hours a day for 10 weeks oh my gosh i slept for 22 hours a day for 10 weeks oh wow okay i had a fully collapsed lung from lung cancer i had in 2000 okay but anyway with this jaw and now what happened right you start eating and food would accidentally go onto this side of the mouth, right? So as soon as food accidentally went round here, basically uh, it it would start going. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Is that me buzzing or you? It's not me. Okay, let me just. Sorry about that. That's okay. Right. So whenever whenever food start would accidentally go around this side, then it go. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you promised you weren't going to use that side of your mouth. Right, you, right. 
Keep the food over on the other side. You broke the deal. So I sit there and say, ah, subconscious mind here. I'm really sorry. That was an accident. Okay, that, that was not supposed to happen. Okay, let's go back and let's restrike the deal, right? Yeah. Promise not to use this side of my mouth. Please switch off the pain. Bang. Pain gone. Oh my gosh. Gone. This is. I love this. So I went. I went through. I went for a five-hour reconstructive surgery with a bone graft and with thirty-five stitches and the implants into my mouth. Okay, with two painkillers. Um, and then I went through that entire journey after three weeks, they took out the stitches from my jaw, um, fully healed, done, finished. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, any, I hope a lot of people listen to that story, read the book, learn how to do this because when our, when we are able to reach our psyche with new information and connections, miracles happen and i've seen things like this happen all the time this is not unusual in the gamenesha hyalkande world thank goodness do do you want to do you want a crazy covid one yes yes this is mad mad, right so my uh my beautiful wife is a is a u.s diplomat um (laughs) and she she's mandated to take the the covid vaccine right now in the beginning of 2020 I was invited into a, an organization called the American Frontline Doctors, um, yep. who essentially were fighting the the medical tyranny, okay? yes. um, which then morphed into something called the World Doctors Alliance, which essentially was doctors from all around the world um, mm-hmm. who were fighting against the, the mandate, the vaccine mandates and all of that, right? So these, uh, a lot of these doctors um, basically were getting access to vaccine vials um, and then using laboratory diagnostic technologies to find out the contents of the vials and it was a horror show right right I remember that a real horror show I mean so at at that point in time my doctors were reporting that not only were vaccinated people um, dropping getting seriously sick and dropping dead right yeah But, but also the the unvaccinated partners of um of vaccinated people were also getting sick and dropping dead right so the idea of my wife um essentially being forced to mandated to take this vaccine was not it was essentially in my mind was her <clears throat> not only playing russian roulette with her own life um but also playing russian roulette with my life okay and but it was got really ugly we nearly got divorced it was very very messy right um, i get that so yep. um once after covid i mean I, I each time she got the vaccine i forced her through a battery of tests blood tests d-dimer tests etc to make sure that there was no that she hadn't got that she got the saline shot and she hadn't got the the kill shot right so uh, luckily uncle sam looks after his own and she's a diplomat right so she only ever got the saline shot so it turned out it turned out okay in the end but uh, that that one year or so of conflict um the outcome of that once i resolved those conflicts essentially what happened is i got uh, so i got osteolysis in my shoulder in my arm um i yeah. got i got which then resulted in bone healing pain in yeah. my shoulder and my arm 
um, I got uh, periosteum pain or rheumatoid arthritis um, right. that started at the injection point on yeah. in my bicep and yeah. went all the way down to my thumb. Um, and part of this is still a little bit numb from from that experience. Um, and I had a herniated disc in my neck that uh, that went down my left arm. So I had I had I had pain programs running from four or five different biological programs all in the same place and the strange thing was that uh, I mean I'm 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 right brain wired and this affected my left arm and not my right arm right um, which which basically means that my subconscious mind had treated my wife like a child a child when, yeah when it, when, child it, when, it, when it comes to the vaccination issue yeah um, but net 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 I'm now um, once I once I resolve that conflict I then had a, a herniated disc in my neck with shooting pains down my left arm. I had periosteum pain in my left arm that started here and went down to my thumb. And then I had bone healing pain in my left shoulder and in my left arm. Okay. So whilst I was in the process of working this out, I was in all sorts of bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking all sorts of bad. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. real complex mess periosteum pain is so so painful periosteum pain bone healing pain uh cervical neck pain all bang all wrapped up in one in one beautiful little bundle of 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 horribleness that sort of all came at one time in one limb in one part of my body right so i mean i mean i i'm, I'm lucky i have a i have a i have a relatively high threshold to pain um right. so Anyway, whatever. I mean, for me, whatever. I mean, I, I whilst I, I had to learn to differentiate between what was bone healing pain, how did I how I could downgrade that bone healing pain, um, the periosteum pain. So periosteum pain, I say, essentially started here, and it and it went like a it's all like like pins and needles go ding ding ding. It's like somebody's like running up and down ding 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 ding. It's like like pins and it's like spiky very very painful spiky pins and needles that sort of right. like was going up and down my arm like this and so I, I had to learn which pain program was running at which point in time and then how to essentially differentiate and switch off those pain programs but we, I mean with the periosteum pain for example I mean initially when it first started I had to sit there and say right okay I know that I've got periosteum pain because I had an I had a fear of brutal separation with my wife and with myself because of the COVID vaccines and I could switch that switch that periosteum pain off bang okay. immediately okay. right Yep. And then I had to work out all the tracks and triggers. The, one of the fights I had with my wife was on my terrace at home with my best friend in Bombay there. So each time I went onto my terrace, the pain went whoop, because that was oh, a track and a reminder oh yeah. of that program. And whenever my best friend came home, then the pain went whoop like this. So I had to learn to switch him off as a track. Yep. But and, and I ended up with a periosteum pain. I would probably have to switch that off maybe like a hundred times a day oh my gosh so it starts switch it off okay bang it starts switch it off okay it starts must, switch it off that and must be like a full-time job it's a full-time job yeah essentially yeah. Yeah. yeah um so but i got to the point where and i'm still now because my um, my wife is still a central track right you've got central tracks and then you've got side tracks oh. side track side tracks you can generally switch off quite quickly but the central tracks 
Uh, I mean, I'm still working on, they can still keep triggering and still keep triggering. I still got to keep switching it off, right? So when, I, when I'm, I'm with my wife now, right? So sometimes I'll get a ding, 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 ding. No, no. But what I can do now, it's a strange thing, right? It's got to the point now where I don't even need to talk to my subconscious mind anymore, right? When it, when it starts going like this, I just look at it and I stare at it and it goes <laughs> on. <it switches> off. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like giving that look to your child. Look. Know the look. Yeah, that, the look, the look. <laughs> I the, um, sometimes my wife sits, you sit there and say, you're having a chat with your mum. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Danny, uh, I love that. that, that pain, the pain, those pain programs ran for a total of about 14 months, which was, oh. it, which was like the length of the conflict, right? So yeah, right. the b- bone healing pains can often run the length of the conflict or right. equal the length of the healing phase right so the pain program ran for about 14 months luckily the periosteum pain every time it started bang i could just switch it off like a light switch oh, okay right? you didn't have to suffer that pain the cerv- the cervical pain um i mean i basically i just couldn't move my neck right i was just stuck like this for a couple of months wow. um and then went once and that I could switch off the shooting pain from the cervical pain that went down my arm I I had to sleep on my I normally I'm a side sleeper I had to sleep on my back for a year right because I I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't lay on the shoulder I couldn't lay on either side as soon as I laid on the shoulder and it went boom 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 um so I slept 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 on my back but most of these programs I downgraded them periosteum pain I switched it off completely on every on every occasion so then the the, the bone healing pain was like a uh, it's like a three on ten dull annoying uh, whatever yeah I mean so I uh, I downgraded that as much as I yeah. could um but uh but if bone bones have to heal right and when bones heal then you do get some pain um but I went through it I mean it was an extraordinary learning experience oh yes and it, now you talk about it yeah these things are sent i I have a strong belief that these things are only sent to people number one can really understand how to fix those problems and also um people have the ability to learn from them and teach from them right so i've what i've what i've noticed as my knowledge of ghk has increased more and more and more i am i am sent increasingly complex health challenges yep. to solve which is which for me is just an opportunity to learn yes yes and so um each time you know whether it was whether it was the jaw cancer and the pain or or before that 2018 it was testicular testicular cancer um and and uh crippling testicular pain for about a five-month period Uh, each each of these problems are sent to you to give you the opportunity to be able to solve them and to learn from them Um, and then as a result of that learning to be able to teach others to do the same um that is that is absolutely amazing danny thank you so much for sharing those stories and thank you for all that you just shared with us this is amazing i love this knowledge again Terminal cancer is a misdiagnosis by Danny Carroll. It's on Amazon, right? Is that the best place for people to purchase it at this point, or yeah. to get free? Yeah. So the um, uh, what I'm what I'm doing is um, 
Ten more cancer is Instagram. So currently only on Amazon. Um, I'm planning to get it up on Ingram Spark and Barnes and Noble and oh, all of all of those. I'm doing it sort of one platform at a time to try and focus on making that platform successful before I move on to another one. Uh, I also have limited capacity, and because I'm writing books, I'm, I'm narrating books. I'm You're one person. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a one. I'm a one man army at the moment. Right, right? Right, so exactly. I have there's only so many hours in the day. Um, so I'm trying to balance how much time I use for marketing and how much time I use for writing and recording yeah. and all of that sort of stuff, right? So, okay. so at the moment it's up on Amazon. Um, the, uh, it's best to buy it on Amazon because that then helps with the ratings and all of that right. sort of stuff. Uh, okay. It is all the hardback and the paperback is currently also available on my website. Um, okay. If you are, if you are, um, if you belong to the club of I do not buy on Amazon, um, and there are many in our community that actually That's are in in that community uh, you can also buy the book on my website um, which is my name with a hyphen danny hyphen carol and it's dot com um, so i have a shop up on my website if you don't like buying from amazon where you can buy the book um, the, the healing tribune books at the moment are only available on my website um, the thinking process behind that is that um uh, I have a I have a fairly significant concern that there's a danger that, uh, that I mean I get censored on everything I do. Um, yeah. I can't use commercial advertising on them. I can't use Amazon ads, Google ads, Facebook ads, etc. On Amazon, um, uh, I'm trying to balance um, bringing enough attention to the subject without bringing too much attention to the subject and essentially getting censored. Right. And getting getting right. kicked getting kicked off of platforms. Um, so at the moment, the Healing Tribune books initially, I'm going to leave them only on my website, yeah. um, and then when I get some comfort that we're safe up on the bigger platforms, and I can slowly start introducing some of those books up onto onto those platforms as yeah. well. Um, but it's yeah. a fine balance between right trying to get enough attention to it but not too much attention but not too much right yeah you just never know in this day and age for and, I, sure. and i i don't know where that line's drawn out. i might be playing it way too conservative right um i think but, it's better uh, to be conservative and that way yeah you're to reach who you can reach yeah I'm, i mean i'm trying to play the long game right yeah. i mean you know i've already i've already been on this path for 20 years um i've just committed to a, essentially another 40 years of writing books um so there is a there is a oh, long game there, there is a long game here um, yeah. i have a i have a feeling that uh within a relatively short period of time the our input there's going to be significant changes in our environment um and uh and it will become much much safer for this type of content to go out onto major platforms Agreed. so i'm just biding a little bit of time yeah. um whilst uh until we transist into a safer environment um, so Art. at the moment you can only buy this book on amazon breast cancer testicular cancer ibs uh, atopic dermatitis and all of the other books at the moment will all only be available on, on my um on my website website and that's danny dash or hyphen carol dot com okay yeah and uh, so on uh, on the website um so there's a shop where you can you can buy all of the books um the books are in audio format um yep. i i narrate my own audio books 
um, uh, they're in Kindle format in uh, hardback and in paperback. Um, so you have a full selection of formats to 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 buy. Um, all of the Healing Tribune books are. If you go to the tab on my website called the Healing Tribune, um, all of these books are available to read for free. Um, the idea, as I said, the idea. This information is way too important um in order to put behind a, a paywall um right. it's not it's not right to keep this information from people just because they can't afford to consume it mm -hmm. um so all of all of the all of the books are up in blog format um so you can, at the moment there are four books up from september i will start writing um a book a month okay um, so um, that's exciting so from the beginning of october we'll start adding adding more books what's your um, next one that you'll be writing i'm going to do um uh probably uh the the cold and flu uh, in brackets covid okay okay good yes because that, 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 that one would be fun to do that my one wife, would be a lot of fun <laughs> my wife my wife reckons that's going to get me into trouble but yeah it just might <laughs> But well, anyway. I'm so, so glad we had this time to be together, Danny, and to get the word out there now while you're still right here being very prolific with your words and your writing and getting the word out there in such a wonderful, wonderful way. This is going to pave the way for so many people. And I know that I appreciate you and what you've done from the bottom of my heart and other people do too. So thank you so much. I could never have done it without your amazing <laughs> support, Andy. You you have been you have been uh, a keystone or uh, a foundational part of this journey. Um, well, and without support of you and the GHK community, it just would not have been possible. So this this so, is a this is a team effort. It's definitely a team effort. Yes, and I recognize you're the one writing the words as well. So yes, but I'm so glad. I mean, I think it's it's it behooves all of us to work together to get this out there because it yeah. that's that's the goal of all of us. Yeah, so. I mean that, that that's been a bit of part of the biggest joy, right? I mean. Uh, you know in historical days we've we've had these community divides as to who you studied under and who taught you and this and that and whatever and now it's, it's all inane crazy madness it's, to me right so um, we, 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 we have we have managed to pull together in this project you know people who've studied under all teachers with all types of backgrounds um and that's been a part of the real blessing of the journey right is the fact of just Wonderful. bringing bringing the community together and with your help we've had some of the greatest experts in, including professor conti um uh, give input into writing this so that every part of the book is written um in accordance with with what dr hummer would have would have wanted um so Yes. <laughs> yeah. God, God bless Dr. Hummer. All of this is done. All of this um, in, is in, in, in the name of Dr. Hummer, right? In and his he, name and in his memory. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Extraordinary man. Um, so all of the credit, all of the credit for this can only go to Dr. Hummer. Yes. Well, thank you, Dr. Hummer. And thank, thank you, Dr. Carol. My pleasure, Andy. Thank you for hosting. You're so very welcome. <laughs>